So today officially marks the halfway point for September. I swear, it just feels like this month is flying. It's a it's a pivotal month, a transitional month. You go from summer, you're in school, football's here. Yeah, fall. And you're looking forward yeah. to week. the pumpkins everywhere, and you're looking forward to yeah. everything. Most of the country got it by a, you know mostly a cool front, you know, for this week. So I guess that would be the official <laughs> introduction. And you're right. going to do Facebook Live tonight, Jody. That's the plan this evening. Okay. Or, yes. So like our Facebook page, and you'll get a notification when that happens. I had to tell you about my big adventure I forgot to tell you about over the weekend. I had Sam's I, big adventure? Yeah, I went to Costco for the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah, made, I, it, made it all these years without going in one. Let me guess. You thought it was okay. It was. It was okay. It's wonderful. Okay, I had been to Sam's it's fab. Club years ago. <laughs> me too. And, I, you know, all the talk I hear about Costco, I thought this is going to be so much better, you know. It, it was like the same as walking in Sam's. It's not the same exactly. So, you know, I mean, like everything's a little bit different. They're both great, yeah. you know, wholesalers. Warehouse what they a do. bunch of stuff. Uh, I, th- I mean, I think that, you know, as both of them have evolved over the years, because you remember what the wholesale club really was like at first? It was, Cardboard boxes with things. That was before, before manufacturers started making things specifically for the wholesalers, yeah. which they do now. But um, but I haven't been in a Sam's Club in a while too, so I don't know if they've got the little deli area and all those things like oh, you know Costco. I'd be willing to bet. I haven't been in a Sam's Club in a long time either, but I'm I know that they're here to play. They're they're stepping up. They're matching it. You know yeah. what I mean? Or they're part of Walmart. I'm sure they're. Did you have some samples all... at Costco? No, I did. What's funny is I passed the it's people. Most fun. Yeah, I'm not into it. I'm not, even at a grocery oh, store. Oh, I know I'm why. Not into one because you, it makes because you have to um... interact. No, yeah. that's not it. Oh, um, <laughs> but. I went with Sammy and Hollis. Oh, nice. You know, and oh. it's like, hey, Hollis said something to Sammy. He goes, yeah, I haven't seen any sample people today. So apparently Hollis is on to the trick. Oh, okay. that's cute. Well, remember, they we, stopped doing that during COVID for well, a while. We did find yeah. a couple. There was only like two or three. Mm-hmm. And there was like, you don't want any pops? It's like, no, I don't. Um, my only thing was, I'm a one-person person. Yeah, you don't you know, need So bulk. I don't need bulk everything. There was a couple of things. It's like, oh, I want to get that. But it's like, I don't need 15 watch batteries. They'll oh, no. die before I ever use them. Stuff like that. But so, I bought the big giant thing of pretzel, peanut butter pretzels. Did you buy the big thing of M&M's? Peanut no, M&M's? I have one at home, so I didn't need okay. it. Okay. Um, I also have bought you things over the years that you've liked from there. Those those pens, that big pack of oh, Papermate yeah. pens, those yeah. came from Costco yeah. for you. Well, see, I'm loaded up on those. I don't need them. Okay. Did big, you did see the big pies, and I did see the giant chickens. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah. And well, I, had, I had a giant churro, too. And what was the best part? The giant churro. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider at 620. Coming up next, though, from our Facebook page and Instagram pages, um, some confusion, I think, on who is Murphy and who is Sam. You know, we'd love to hear from you, so give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or jump in online. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. From our Facebook page, um, Tanya says the individual cereal bowls that will be coming out with powdered milk. Mm-hmm. You told us about that in food, dude. Yeah, Refresh. you did. Right. Yeah, I cannot remember the name of them, but all the little cereal. You know how you see the little cereal bowls? Yeah, like, you have to add milk. I got a continental breakfast and you add milk. Well, this is going to be the same thing, but it's going to have powdered milk already in it. So all you do is add water. And stir. And stir because it's then it'll make milk it. and you'll have cereal and milk. Okay. Uh, she says that individual cereal bowl will be coming that'll, that's coming out with powdered milk is a really good idea. It's great for the food pantry places while some people because some people don't have access to milk. Well, yeah, it's a non-perishable basically. Yes, it is. Wow. It's a good thing to donate. Well, that's mm-hmm. a great point. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And in, in fact, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, why have we not had this 
until now. Yeah. Sort of a thing from the cereal world. Uh-huh. Okay, so thank you for that. And also on our Facebook page, Katrina says, is Murphy still single? I would love to go on a date. <laughs> well, Jody thinks I act that way sometimes. <laughs> Katrina, bless you. Murphy is not single. What? Because, um, because Sam I'm, is our single man. Yeah. and yeah, Sam's so. single. Jody and I are the ones who are married. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Katrina, I'll, I'll just leave that to Sam. You know, Sam is good for now. Thank you. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Uh, Jody, I actually have a, a voice, uh, an email for you. Okay. This is Jody was speaking of the new Hocus Pocus movie coming out with Bette Midler singing and asked if there was going to be a song uh, stuck in your head like uh, Let It Go from Let Frozen. It go. Well, they are adding two musical numbers this time, and Bette Midler promises they're going to be right. like familiar, things we already know and can sing along okay. with. Uh, Robin says, you, you spoke about earworms, and this is what I have have happening with that song. I've suffered with earworms for years. It's Aww. given me much difficulty sleeping. Even had an MRI of my brain to make sure there was nothing wrong. And Oh, oh really? Fortunately, they found nothing, LOL. Uh, Any advice? For earworms? Yeah. Um, the word is that you're supposed to, if, if there's a song stuck in your head, try not to fight it. Listen to the whole thing all the way through and then switch to something else and mm. on purpose listen to something else. Okay. That's the trick. Never tried it. We've Don't been know told. if it works. All right. Well, thank you for writing us. You know, writing us. We love hearing from you. Keep it coming. You can also do it online, murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Wendy's. You guys remember who Maya Hawk is? She's the actress from Stranger Things. Um, she plays the character Robin. Ethan Hawke's okay. daughter. Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's mm-hmm. daughter. I always forget that. I never forget. In fact, in f- the first time we saw her, and then I started seeing the reports of who she is in Hollywood. She's got Uma's eyes. I can see <laughs> both of them in Ooh. her. And boy, did she also, not not that she didn't get all of this on her own. She's She has to do the work. Yeah. I hate to say, well, you got your mom's this and your dad. It runs in the uh, family. It's right. like she's fought for her own work. Right, exactly. The best they can do is open a door. It's up to her. To, right. So she's earned it for so sure. So her name is Maya Hawk, and she's looking forward to this next season, the fifth and final season of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And she did say in a Rolling Stone interview that's out like this week that she says, look, it's the last season. I'm expecting a lot of characters to die. <laughs> and so she says, Great. I would love for my character, Robin, to die and get my hero's moment. Huh. I'd love to die with honor as any actor would. <laughs> and remember, I don't want to give it away. And it wasn't really Vecna exactly, but there was a very honorable yes. hero's death on top of a, <laughs> something <laughs> with the in last, the last season. So I think that's really yeah. cool for her to go into it that way because yeah. she knows she might, you know, yeah. not make it with Vecna. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's got help for new parents coming up. Yeah, a real way, tried and true way to stop a baby from crying. How to stop a baby from crying. Um, everybody who's ever been there has a, an idea and a method. And most people who've been there, parents, will say, will tell you that sometimes you can do everything right and sometimes the yeah. baby won't stop crying. Oh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. because you don't really know necessarily. No. Sometimes <laughs> it's just the brain developing. It's true. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you've got people. Yours or the babies? <laughs> <laughs> Both. Sometimes you got people in the family telling you what's wrong. Oh, I'm going to tell you what's wrong with that baby. Yes. You're, isn't it you're great trying to though, breastfeed when, too much, and you're supposed to be given formula. Isn't it I've great, though, that. when it does work? 
the easy thing yeah. works, like walking them up and down the hall or just sitting in the rocker. I remember feeling like I had superpowers with Phoebe's, our baby, our youngest, when I was the only one on the planet who could get her from her car seat closely on my body into the house and into her crib without waking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter what I did, no matter how gently she always woke up. I could do that was one of my I earned a cape or two for that, mm-hmm. for sure. But let's go back to when they're newborns and when you're at home and you're maybe experiencing a baby for the first time, you'll try anything and it's just a it's a disturbing sound to a parent. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because you feel like you need to be able to fix this. And so, what's wrong with me that my baby's unhappy? And Murphy's right. Babies do sometimes cry. I had a pediatrician tell me once, look, no, no amount of crying that she does. I've checked her out. She's fine. No amount of crying that she does is going to hurt her. It's going to hurt you. Right. <laughs> he said that to me. Yeah. But, okay, so these scientists in Japan who studied infants and crying and new parents did this whole study. And they did find a method a trick that does work most of the time. We're talking more than 80% of the time. So that's big. Those are big numbers, and I want to tell you. Throw them in the car and take a drive. (laughs) That's not it. Even though that works on some babies. It does have anything to do with music? No, it doesn't. It has to do with you hold them in your arms and walk around for about five minutes. Then you sit down and you rock them for about five minutes. Then you place them in the crib. In other words, it's a gradual step down of... I guess touch involvement Which and is movement security, right? and mm-hmm. movement. So um, it's not just a I've I've walked around now I'm dropping you. I'm not just rocking and dropping you in the bed. And I don't mean dropping. Yeah. yeah. But so it's just a gradual. Here you go. A physical. That makes sense. And they tested the baby's heartbeats and things too with this. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam's got music news. Harry Styles wants to give you free concert tickets. I'll tell mm. you why. Sam's Music News. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Harry Styles has partnered up with Headcount in an effort to uh, get U.S. fans to start, well, number one, check your voter registration status. And if you're not registered, mm-hmm. get signed up. So Harry's dangling a little carrot here. He says, hey, I've teamed up with this group. We're going to have people at every concert signing you up. You can go text Harry to 57568. Get signed up that way. Everybody that signs up to vote, you're going to be in the running for a trip to Harry Ween. Yeah, Harry Ween is his big concert on Halloween that he does, where he and the whole band dress up. Your airfare tickets, all that stuff, sign stuff, merch. And I it's going love to be, that. Going to be in L.A. this year at the uh, Kia Forum. So he's wanna, giving that away himself. Mm-hmm. He can do that. Yeah, I want to see him one of these days. Well, you're registered to vote, so you can't. You know, I, I can't do that, but I could yeah. go for real. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> also, too, uh, if you remember in Vegas five years ago, the uh, shooting at the Route 91 Harvest mm-hmm. Festival, yeah. uh, Jason Aldean was on stage at the time. They've now, uh, Paramount Plus is going to have a four-part documentary that airs at the end of this month called 11 Minutes. Welcome back to Route 91 Harvest Festival. Are we ready to party? The place was, it was just electric. Get ready. Here we go. Let's set it off. That's when uh, the world changed for us. Yeah, the documentary is, like I said, over four nights, never before seen body cam footage mm. from the police, 200 mm. hours of cell phone footage from different people in the in the audience running around. It's one of those things that I you think you don't, you know, it'll be hard to watch. Yeah, but I'll, I will want to see it. It's like because part of me wants to see it, but... I do. Whenever it first, when it happened and the news reports kept coming out every single day, I got to where I couldn't read about it anymore. So yeah. I feel like... 
enough and time has passed, I can read about it more. Heard Jason and, Aldean I mean, there, so they talked to him and sure. his band members and everybody else that was there at the time. The reason a documentary like that works is because it's something that we can't imagine happening, and you want to know why. You need to understand the story, right? Paramount Plus uh, at the end of this month on the twenty seventh, okay. first night, and John Mellencamp's album Scarecrow from nineteen eighty five. He's putting it out uh, remastered now. <laughs> Such a good album. November the 4th, it comes out. CD box set or the ultra, ultra deluxe album, CD, booklet, and all that stuff. And there's unheard of songs on it. There's uh, alternate versions. In fact, how about oh. this? How about the demo for Small Town? But I've seen it all in the small town. Had myself a ball in the small town. That's on there, to too. That. That's good. November 4th. The October issue of Elle magazine. And look, I miss magazines. I used to have them. Remember how many I used to have coming in the house? Well, yeah. You always fell for the subscription for free thing. You know? I didn't. Wait. <laughs> wait, didn't she sign up for some? That, I accidentally well, signed up for it's some those, magazines. Yeah. It's those websites yeah. where you've checked out and it pops up. Hey, here's an offer. But it makes it look like it's part of the whole. Yeah. But mm-hmm. many of them, I intentionally. Oh, I know. It killed me to stop in style. Oh, I love that magazine. Well, I, get it I grew still. up. I don't know. They're piling up, and we don't read them all. Isn't that funny? Because I used to get Rolling Stone, and you know, if yeah. like uh, the inter- EW. We grew up Weekly. having having a magazine in your hands was a big deal to me. Sometimes yeah. I love the smell of it and the feel of it. But it's like you get those offers, yeah. where it's like I can't beat this deal. Sure, I'll sign up. <laughs> A dollar for Rolling Stone for 20 months? Yeah. And then they got And then you. they start coming in, and it's like, like I throw wait. them in a pile, and it's like, I have I'll stacks. read this this weekend. I'll read it tonight when I go to And it's uh-huh. like, I never read the things. What I do now is when I travel, I'll be in the airport, and I'll grab InStyle or Vogue or, some, or L or something that I don't get to see very often. Mm-hmm. And then I just use it for that trip, and yeah. it's perfect. The October issue of Elle magazine is the Giselle story, guys. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have that one in my lap. I told you about it yesterday in The Hollywood Outsider. Mm -hmm. Giselle Bundchen, the Brazilian model who is also known as Mrs. Tom Brady, finally sort of telling her side of the story, not in depth because they are private about their problems. But it's funny because I'm such a football person that I've always my first thoughts always been she needs to let him be himself. He needs to play and she needs to stop. And then I had never heard her tell it. And it was beautiful that, look, I put my life on hold for a very long time and I was happy to do it. And I'm happy to have poured everything I have poured. She says, but I put my life on hold for a really long time and I would like for him to be more present. And I thought, wow, let that sit for a second because she's correct. You know, when we're watching the game over the weekend before she even made the statement, (laughs) it actually surprised me that that was your thought. Uh, Honestly, because I know that you love to protect you know Tom Brady, and you believe in him, but as somebody who is an independent woman, who's you know cr- you know balanced family and career, I'm not that independent. You, but but you but you get that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It would. It, it, I guess I just had. Now, I assumed because she's this big time Brazilian model that she could have worked this whole time as well because she could have. She did cho- choose to kind of yeah. stay and be the home person because she, they could have had nannies. And I guess maybe that's not what she wanted. But it's her story. She's only allowed to work in the off season. Okay, stop it. <laughs> it's in. It's Elle's October issue coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider at seven twenty, and uh, coming up next, Sam, just for you. Yeah. Tommy says he's calling with a dad joke. Oh. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Jump in with us anytime. You know, we love to hear from you. 877 310 4MSJ. What's going on, Tommy? 
Yes, I've got a great dad joke for y'all. I drive a school bus, so I hear y'all every morning, but I just can't ever call in because I'm driving the bus. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so why do Norwegian cruise lines have barcodes on the side of their ship? Why does Norwegian cruise lines have barcodes on the side of the ship? I, I don't know. So they can scan the Navy. <laughs> That's, That's good. Man, That's cool. a pretty good one. You there. know what? Never heard it either. Mm-hmm. Man, Scandinavian. I'll kill your head. I'll no. kill your head. <laughs> now that's why Sam repeated it back. That's yeah. him trying to figure it out. That's yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one though. Really good. But so, I really enjoy rapping y'all. Uh, thank my you. Students get to hear y'all every morning, where they where okay. they want to or not. So. Right, of course. <laughs> so, what kind of school bus driver are you? You know everybody by name, or are they? Oh, you, yeah, I'm, I'm actually a teacher at the school, yeah. yes. and we just have a little bus route we run from, from uh, the town I live in. Mm-hmm. I carry about 15 students, and so nice. I drive the bus, and then I, uh, I, teach, I teach and coach football. Nice. Okay. So you're very involved. You never forget your bus driver, good for the good yeah. or the bad. You don't. Yeah. Well, thank you for this, Tommy. Anytime you have a joke, Sam wants it. <laughs> yes, please. We appreciate the call. Hmm. You know, this, uh, I can actually remember m- most of my bus drivers' names. Oh, me too, Ms. Rosie. And okay. She was so fast. If you were not, if <sighs> we lived in a circle, <laughs> Murphy, you know, you I've taken you to my oh, yeah, childhood I know yeah. home out in the country. You mean yeah. a cul-de-sac? Yes, but it was bigger than that. It wasn't a typical cul-de-sac, city okay. boy. Anyhow, so if she came, you had a second chance, but you had to run across the road, across the gravel, into the wooded area to get on the second chance. Oh. And so if you weren't there for the first one, she would honk and go flying past you. And that happened to me a few times. So I would cross and run through the field almost. Hmm. And then <clears throat> the second pickup, your second chance, she didn't slow down as much. <laughs> wow. It's true. You had to jump on. Anyway, I loved Miss Rosie. Yeah. Something I couldn't do was drive a bus. Well, at least it kept you on time, huh? Yeah. Sort of. Or active. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Wendy's. Not sure you realize this or remember it, but Prince Harry was reportedly paid $20 million from Random House for his memoir. I remember that. Yeah. Guess when that memoir was set to drop? Uh, November. Yeah, this fall. November, a couple of months from now. So guess what? Put that (laughs) on hold. A lot of paper shuffling happening right now. They're putting it on hold because, of course, the Queen's passing was something that was speculated about when they were putting it together and writing it, and he was working on it with with help. Mm -hmm. So it's believed now there's no way they're going to release it now. With the extra time, Harry is going to revise the memoir. I was going to say, now he can, you know, right. put stuff in there about the funeral and losing grandma. It's right. Well, he's going to add, you know, parts. Yeah. But he's also going to revise in ways that would, you know, in the memoir. Oh, with, now that the queen is gone, there are things he can say. The word is, some are saying that he's decided he's going to drop some truth bombs in yeah. that he otherwise would not have dropped. That doesn't make me feel so happy but we'll see he's already you know slashed up his relationship with the royal family i hope it doesn't completely destroy it yeah Uh, no word on when it will come out because you know he's got a lot to do right now right he and the whole family but once he's back to normal life for harry he'll revise 
you know, I've watched Jody juggle being a mom and you know having a career mm-hmm. at the same all all through our you know children growing up, which you've done great with. You've always been more balanced, I think, than than me. But that's why I was a little bit surprised when you did the Giselle was... story earlier this morning, and with Tom Brady playing this weekend and the big speculation of is Giselle you know not supportive of him and all that kind of stuff. Right. Look. But you said, leave Tom Brady alone. If he wants to play another well, season, he can play another season. Leave my friend Tom Brady alone. That's the fan in me yeah, and liking that spirit in him that, so what, he's 45 years old. So what if the rest of the world thinks he's too old to fl- play totally. football? If he wants to still play, I believe he should be able to still play. And I guess my thought was that you married Tom Brady you know, you know. I remember hearing or reading years ago that she almost didn't date him because of the football thing. Really, and then she married into it, and boy, did she marry it! Yeah, but the, but the reverse of that is that he married Giselle Bunch. He did. He and did. She had a career of her own. She is look. She's a Brazilian supermodel, and she's good at it. She's not just beautiful. There's more to that. That's that's work. That's yeah. knowing what you're doing and taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think she's really good too. We know more about him than we know about her. So it's easy for us to sort of, as fans, go, assume, you know, and I've read articles where she's going to be the Yoko of football, you know, and everybody's going to be mad at her. And but, he's, I mean, he, you know, it's not the Yoko. I mean, it's not. It's a, it's a marriage. I'm the one to talk about this. It but is. They're you are. A, a hey, you've got experience five times over. Yeah. I came back out of retirement a few times. Aww. No, they're married. <laughs> it should be a team effort. It he, should be. Yeah, he has his own things, and I understand NFL and football are a big thing. But yeah. he's a little more psycho football player than most, though. Uh, you know, some of the football players on Monday and Tuesday maybe spending some time with their kids or going, you know, right. heading back to practice, you know, after young. having breakfast with the family, and he's studying tape all night and things like that. So now that she's come out in Elle magazine and said, "Look, you know, if this it should is, be my time now," right. she's like, "We had, you know." she she didn't specifically say i i'm upset with him because he unretired but she was like you know i'd like him to be a little more present and we do know also from this new article that they have spent some time apart so whenever he left training camp earlier this season it was also he was having his own struggles but it was a marital thing going on there too and here's the last thing i'll say nobody knows what goes on with two people under one roof except those two people Mm -hmm. and those two people can be tom and giselle too Three things you need to know today. Number one, U.S. railroads and unions getting closer to what would be a crippling strike that could happen tomorrow. The White House and other big business groups are pressuring those railroads and their unions to reach a deal soon. Amtrak mm-hmm. has already announced the cancellation of some of their long distance, you know, and trains and mm-hmm. supported state supported trains as of tonight. It's going to cost a lot of money if this strike happens. Yeah. Two billion a day. And they say some of these agreements are, have already been reached, but some the two biggest unions are holding out for conductors and engineers to get them some better. I thought it'd be more bad news for supply chains. We'll see, yeah, but to get them some better terms. Number two, the Queen lies in state as mourners pay their respects in England right now, and some people are standing in lines up to ten miles long to pass by the coffin and pay their respects. Oh, wow. So they opened up, okay, because I remember they said they were going to cut it at five miles, but I guess they just like, if you want to stand, stand. If you want to, right. Um, 
The funeral is expected to have 4.1 billion people mm. watching on Monday. And the last time there was a state funeral in England, it was for Winston Churchill in 1965. Mm. And number three, coming up tonight, Amazon is debuting Thursday Night Football. They paid a lot of money, $11 billion for exclusive rights. Yep. And they're, they're getting better matchups is what they kind of fought for. So tonight... The uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, and the L.A. Chargers ooh. with the legendary Al Michaels calling that game. Three things for you to know today. Join our conversation anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Kim? I'm doing well, thank you. Sweet. Good. What can I, I do for you? I was just curious to see what, what y'all thought if, you know, when Princess Diana and Charles got married... You know, they had so many people to get up, millions to get up and watch that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that the, the queen services will be that big? As big? I do. Yeah. Definitely plan to watch as much of it as I can. If anything, for just so there's the ceremony of it mm-hmm. and the traditions of it and why they're doing this and that. Diana won everybody over. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think in Britain it's going to be bigger than the wedding because you're talking about a monarch who's, you know, reigned for 70 years. There are so many people who don't mm-hmm. who, who know no other monarch. Yeah. Right. And she, She's a legend. Right. And she did, you know, even though she was questioned and people had some problems with some things she did and some things she didn't do, she was still wildly respected. Yeah. Wildly loved. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's you one, know, when I see this on Facebook, there's a lot of comments, you know, mm-hmm. saying that she did so much wrong. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, in 70 years, how can anyone not make a mistake? You mm-hmm. know, because I make a mistake almost daily. But. Oh, I do, too. And I'll tell you <laughs> this. The, awesome. the more public you are and the more out there you are, the more people try to pull you down. You can never do anything. Nobody stays on top. Hmm. Maybe Dolly That's Parton. right. <laughs> You know, I'm not much of a. Uh, yeah, I'm not much of a Bible quoter, mm, and but, I'm going to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. But you know, let he who's without sin cast the, the first, first stone. stone. Right. You know, a lot of it, like you just said, we're throwing a lot of. You know, she's been around seventy years. You're going to complain about one thing she did fifty years ago. Are, are you? What's wrong with too? you? Right. Yeah. I know, and we don't. We cannot know. That's what's so interesting about her life. Her life story is so remarkable because she took on a life of service and did it well up until the last day of her life. And we can't understand yeah. that. We can't understand what she was tasked with. I just don't think I could be as strong and brave like she has had to put on mm-hmm. in yeah. front of the public. Yeah. Thank you, Kim. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I think that the difference is the... Prince Charles Diana thing was a fairy tale. Almost. Well, mm-hmm. it was real. Seemed like it. But it, it was a fairy tale kind of story that everybody yeah. was really invested in. And this is just paying tribute and respect. And now it's King Charles. Yes. Coming up next. Speaking of Her Majesty, some things we never knew about the Queen, and like the times she would sneak out and mingle with commoners. Ooh. When someone passes away, someone that we all feel like we know, um, we all learn more, and that's just how it goes. So Queen Elizabeth II, there's so much to know about the longest reigning monarch who was a very private person. Her personal life was private. Yeah. I mean, do you think we're, we're ne- we'll never know what her real relationship with Charles was like or her <laughs> real relationship with William and Harry? Yeah. We, we won't get to know that. And I think that's OK. They've, they have that right.
to privacy. Just like any other family. The kind yeah. of grandma she was. You know, if she told William and Kate how to keep the kids, you know, from crying. Or did she like spoil her grandkids? Oh, probably so. Royally. Yeah. Okay, did so. Did they ever get frustrated when it was another casserole she made that showed up? <laughs> right. Okay. Those would be called castle rolls. <laughs> yes, right. Good point. Can okay. we have Windsor castle rolls? Please keep it coming, Sam. Uh, okay. Okay, so here's what, here's some funny like maybe maybe little known things about her um well you know that most of britain they've never known any other like 81 percent of current you know uk residents were not even alive when she was she ascended to that throne Mm -hmm. so they've never known another monarch so king charles is going to be hard for them to get used to i hope they get more reasons than one i know i hope they get give him a the the respect he deserves. She and her husband Philip were third cousins, technically third cousins. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean it wasn't. No, it's like Game of Thrones. Oogie in a weird way, but do you know that when she? It's not like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> most are not like Game of Thrones. <laughs> or House, That's of the House Lannister. Yeah. <laughs> one of your favorite facts is a Game of Thrones one that she once visited the set. Yeah. Of Game of Thrones, and she stood and took a picture next to the Iron yeah. Throne. Did oh, she really? She did not sit uh-huh. in it, though. Oh, the word cool. is, she, yeah, she didn't sit in it. And she didn't let that get released or whatever. Maybe one day we'll get to see it. Um, he renounced his titles when he married her. And I'm thinking to myself, how many times did she drop that into combos that I'm the queen? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what goes on in a marriage? Well, you know, it's if you watch The Crown, and I know, again, it's it's... What do they it's call loosely that? Loosely based. Loosely based. It's reality fiction, whatever. Sure. Based Drama. on a true story. Right, exactly. They address that in that, remember? Oh, there yeah. Were, there were a couple oh, of Oh, they have some fights that. there yeah. where mm-hmm. he doesn't want to bow down because he's this is his wife. Get out. It's from the TV show. But my other favorite one is that she and her sister um, partied incognito in the streets of London to celebrate the end of World War II. Huh. They went out together and they got permission to do it. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Wendy's. Been telling you about this uh, movie called Blonde, a Marilyn Monroe movie with an NC-17 rating. That on was Netflix, Dropping no on less. Netflix starring Anna Diarmas. I can't face doing another scene with Marilyn Monroe. It looks crazy, risque, and incredible. And from her point of view, like how hard it was for the world to see her that way. Like she couldn't get out of that persona. And so, but the news is it's going to be on in theaters this weekend. Starting tomorrow. It was just a Netflix thing. It was supposed to be that, but I guess they're, you know, in partnership, they're dropping it on the big screen and Mm. to make a, I guess, to make a bigger splash, if you will. Oh, and by the way, Anna DeArmas worked really hard to get this role, to get into it. She spent three hours a day to train transform into Maryland. Other actresses who almost got that part, Naomi Watts, hmm. Jessica Chastain. Hmm. You can see those happening oh, as yeah. well. But look for it. The movie is called Blonde. Got some odd little John Stamos news. Whatever. Oh. He was never going to do this. Drop right. a memoir. Oh. But apparently he, when his friend Bob Saget passed away, he decided, you know what? Everybody wants to know so much about you know, my life and his life and our thing together. So he's decided to go ahead and tell his life story. He's got Full House. He's got the Beach Boys. He's got a lot of he stuff. He does. And and just his growing up there and being that person. What's that other like, band he was in? Jesse and the what? I don't know it. I didn't watch that show so very much. <laughs> the Rippers or something like so that? So John Stamos, the, the memoir is called If You Would Have Told Me. Look for it next year. Murphy and I had lunch together yesterday, and um, something happened at the table uh, that I wanted to ask 
both of your opinions on. Okay. Mm. Did I miss something? I was sitting there with you. Use the wrong fork? No. No. We're not we're not those people. Uh. We'll use whatever we can. <laughs> no, we had lunch and we were waiting for our food to show up. And then someone that we know was in the restaurant and came in and he spoke to us and he shook our hands. Yes. And then he left. And then our food, as soon as he walked away, our food landed at the table, hot yeah. and perfect and beautiful. And I knew you were about to get up to go to the restroom and wash your hands, which yeah. is correct. And all well, I always that. do that before every meal in the restaurant anyway. Yeah. Yes. But normally when we first arrive, you'll run to the restroom and do that. So, but what happened is we were really hungry. <laughs> the food, you know. The food just arrived, and it was beautiful, and it was like, la, and it was still, you know, there was smoke coming off of it. Not like fajita smoke, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you leave the table as soon as it arrived, and I didn't know if I could start eating or not. Because you know how whenever you're waiting for all the food to arrive, like oh, if you're at a big yeah. table, mm-hmm. and you're with 10 people, you wait till everyone's plate arrives before you begin to eat. Yeah. That is the polite thing to do. I didn't know with just you and you and I. Yeah. Should I have waited? I, I mean, I would have been fine with you eating. I think it's different if you're a couple or something along those lines. Now, of course, if I if <laughs> yeah, we, that fell away years ago. We can be rude <laughs> to each other. Now, if we were both sitting at the table and mine arrived before yours, I would wait for you and vice right. versa. That's Correct. different. But I got okay. up and and left. I wouldn't have an issue with that. Now, if it were, you know, acquaintances or people I don't know, you would. I probably would wait. Well, usually, um, and I've seen this happen a lot, is like even when you're sitting around waiting for that last two or three people to get theirs, people somebody start. always says, don't Please wait. Start. Just yes. yes. So that's like if Murphy gets up to go to the bathroom, don't wait. Just go ahead and eat. Do you know that when we've had that happen and I'll say, don't wait, I want to say it's Taylor and Phoebe, our girls who are like, no, we're waiting. Yeah. Aren't they, they, aren't they so cool? Yeah. Kind of proper in that regard. Yeah. Well, anyhow. Hey, what's more funny is the people that take the first bite and then they look up and they see. Oh, wait. Boom. Right. <laughs> I guess we're all waiting. That's what yes, they try, we are. They try to push the, put the fish back together. Yeah. Well, I did continue eating my salad, which had which which had been on the table before. So I don't know if that counted yeah. or not, but I felt a little You're weird. Fine. That's outside the rules. Yay. You know, Tommy uh, called us a little earlier, and he had a dad joke for us. Right. Yeah. Uh, the one with uh, with the Norwegian Navy. Why do they have barcodes on the ships? Right. So they can Scandinavia. <laughs> no. So they can Scandinavian. Oh, just... Not Scandinavia. Oh, I didn't oh, I didn't understand I that. Would, I would think the punchline would be the same. It's the scan thing. I didn't catch that. Oh, fine. Scan, no. So they can scan the Navy in. Right. Get it? Scandinavian. I got it. Right. Okay. Not Scandinavia. Oh, you're right. You're right. So it's even better than I thought, Tommy. Yeah, and I just felt bad because I never, I wasn't able to give Tommy, you know, return you, the favor. Right. You know, like. Or top him, you mean, Sam? What does Jeff Bezos do before he goes to bed? What? I don't know. He puts his pajamas on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Too much of a delay there. On, oh, here we go. No, Look, I got it. That's what a dad joke is. Yeah. I got it. When it yeah. bombs, it's funnier. We laughed. At least we didn't groan. Scandinavia.